pressing record. Right, come on because then. otherwise we're going to tire ourselves All out right. really nearly. Hello. Lisa Sinclair. <coughs> oh, hello, Claire Isaac. Oh, hello, Lisa Sinclair Isaac. Sinclair, that's right. <laughs> um, what about our new game at work? Oh, yes. Yeah. So what you have to do, right? Mm. Sorry, this is impromptu. No, please. So you have to you have to put a celebrity name after your name. Right. So I am yeah. Lisa Curry Sinclair, right. and we were trying to do you. Mm-hmm. Not many famous Claire. No. Claire Foy Isaac. That's, that's all. We that's all we came up with. Claire <laughs> Foy Isaac. Which isn't greatest. No. So it's quite a fun game. Mm. I urge you all to try and try it at home. Try it at home. Mm. Um, but not until you finish listening to this yeah. episode, episode eleven. Of playing devil's what season Avocado. is it? It's season three. God, God time flies, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Um, this week we are going to be talking about um, many things. Oh. Would you give me a kidney? Or would I give you a kidney? Uh-oh. Um, we're going to do some beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Something about willpower and mm. how COVID has affected our willpower. Mm-hmm. We're going to say this laziness an issue or is it a made up concept construct oh. Ooh. <laughs> even Deep. and we've got some culture club culture club and we've got a solution to all those boring zoom meetings you've been going to oh yeah what is it oh, I can't tell you I'll okay let's go mm. so first up lisa mm. um i think we've both said before mm. that we are intrinsically lazy people yes correct i have no problem with that at all i don't and apparently Laziness is the idea of laziness is a lie. It's a, so laziness isn't a thing. No. Right. So laziness is not a thing. Yeah. Um, which is all we need to know, really. Yeah. Um, so basically, this guy's written this book. Um, you've changed this all around. Oh yeah, here we go. Sorry, that's my that's my fault. Um, this man has written a book called Laziness Does Not Exist. Right. Oh, his name's Devon Price. He's a oh my gosh, a pervasive belief system psychologist. Wow. That sounds Oh, great. no. Actually, that's completely... I just made that up. He's not. <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a psychologist called Devon Price. My bad. Sorry, Devon. Why are you called Devon? Um, I was, the Devon, he must be American. Yeah. Or, yeah. English, or an English girl. Well, you know where I read this? Yeah. On Goop. Oh, well, there you go. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. So the laziness lie is that hard work is morally superior to relaxation, right? And that people who are less productive... Uh, less valuable than productive people. And I wholeheartedly mm. embrace that. I do also. But I would say that we, both of us have said before, like, we are really lazy, but also we have worked for 30 years. Yeah, we're and entitled we've, to And it. we've worked pretty solidly for 30 years. So I think it's about balance. Well, it's just that we've got all these ideas, right, these beliefs that if you're not busy, you're yes. lazy. I can't, those people who are on the weekend are just like busy, busy, around. busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Oh, I just can't even. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, lucky if I get out of my pajamas. I think we're all lucky. Yeah, <laughs> we're misses. So basically, this guy is saying that um, all this idea of being busy all the time is really problematic because mm. you don't have to be busy all the time, and you have to listen to your own body and your own needs. And if you need to spend half an hour on the couch staring at a wall, mm. just do it. You know what I think is important is to find a partner who is your laziness match. Right. So Because I can't imagine anything worse than being with someone who on a weekend was like getting up at six o'clock to go and play football or whatever. Right. And then let's go to the art gallery and then let's go and do this and then let's go and do that and let's do this. And I'm like, uh, what? Uh, what? 
Look, right. I think I'm married to that person, oh. but he's long learned that there's no right. point. <laughs> Trying to get you up and at him. <laughs> I don't really get up and at him ever. Up and at him is not my natural state. Well, you went for a walk on the weekend. Oh, yeah, I went for a walk. <laughs> Stop the presses, people. Um, there's also this idea that there's always more we could be doing, mm. and that that's kind of dangerous because we're supposed to feel guilty about what not doing enough, but then... Uh, Whose measurement of enough are we measuring ourselves against? Oh, gosh, that's like that. very deep. I know, it's very interesting. I think mm. it's a really great thing for us lazy people to read. <laughs> and I can't be bothered. lying around <laughs> for other people to read. Yeah. It's basically it's just saying wasting time is a necessary part of life. We need to have time to be comfortable and happy no matter what we do or don't do. I think he's great, Devin. I love you, Devin. Devin, well done. Yeah. And I also, I did like this line in this story, which mm. is, was was it on the goop? Yeah. And it says, we don't, we often don't give people credit for how hard they're fighting to stay alive, to be okay, and to get the rest that they need when they have mental health stuff going on. No. And I think that's really true. It is true. You know, like, life's tough at the moment, isn't it? It's really hard. Yeah. COVID's hard, you know, floods are hard. All of it's hard, Claire. So, you know... If you Give manage, them a little slack. Cut them a little cut slack. Cut some slack. If you manage to just get through the day, well done you. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. I mean, I, yes. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was going to go and say, you know, yes. I kind of understand. <laughs> yes, that's all I was going to say. No, I kind of understand that, you know, if you're not going to get out of the house in, and you're wearing the same pyjamas for a week and, you, and you're wearing well, the, yeah. then there's well, something going on, right? Yeah. yeah, and you need to address that. Not the laziness isn't mm. the issue. And I guess that's the problem. And that's why there's a myth associated with laziness. I've had a few, because we were we had all those that rain a few weeks ago in Sydney, didn't we? And then I was up at Brisbane at the weekend and it rained again. So I've basically had a few weekends in the last few months where I've just sat around and done nothing. Mm. And it really is quite lovely. It is nice, isn't it? It's good for yeah. your skin, I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. You're going to go out. All right. All right, moving along. Go on. Well, doing nothing yes. could be considered culture club. Culture club. Although, of course, there is value in art, Claire. There is value in art. Music and yes. d- film, film and Television. books, literature. Yes. Is there value, though, Lisa? Yes. In watching... Space Invaders. Space Invaders. (laughs) Well, there is, Claire, because it makes you think about tidying up afterwards. Right. And getting you out of your lazy streak. Have you watched it yet? I have watched one episode, and we did enjoy it one Saturday night. Yes, which one did you watch? Um, It was the girl who had uh, a one-bedroom apartment. Oh, that's the one I watched! (laughs) Isn't it amazing? Yeah. She had... She had a thousand bags or something. She, I think she had seven... Did she have 700 bags and 300 pairs of shoes? Something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah. Space Invaders, it's on Channel 9. You can watch it on Catch Up. And it's Peter Walsh, who is Australian, but was um, Oprah's decluttering guru. Yeah. And then it's that Sherry Blair, and she's like a home renovator on the cheap. Is that her name? No, that's Tony Blair's, Blair's wife. It's Sherry someone. It's Sherry someone. Yeah. Barber? Yeah, I think it's Barber. And then it's your friend. Lucas. Yes. Who is one of the... He's he a was, treasure hunter. He's, yeah, and he was on the Foxtel show, and now he's on the show, but he used to have mm. a shop in Bondi. But he doesn't have much to do in this show. Because they all have a lot of shit. Because it's a load of shit. <laughs> he's meant to basically have a look and Find see if he can sell worth, it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want most of the tap that I these mean, people have. I mean, didn't he have. say he got her, like, 28000 There was $28,000 worth of stuff or something. Which was that donated one. to charity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But nobody right. wants all her fake Louis Vuitton bags, no, they do don't. they? They don't. 
But it's so it's a decluttering, <coughs> Australian decluttering show. Mm-hmm. And the bit I love particularly about it is that they get everything out of the house and take it to a hall and put lay it all out yeah. in the hall. So the poor people, when they see how, how much, stuff. much stuff they've got, yeah, it's amazing. I keep thinking about myself. Yeah. Oh, now I am looking because he was only let her have two meters worth of bags mm. and thirty pairs of shoes. Mm. So we were going to do that, weren't we? Count how many pairs. Of, let's mm. count how many pairs of shoes we've got for next time. Okay, I don't have more than thirty. I bet you do. No, I don't. I just I have a lot of trainers. You do. Mm. Bet you a hundred hundred pounds. Hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Your finest English money. Yeah. Um, what I would say is, though, mm. that I think they need to go back and visit them because I can guarantee you in six months' time... I'll be back. It, all it'll be all back. be back. Yeah. It'll, because it's like They gave her a bar in a furry ottoman. Oh, they did. I quite like that, I with flashing like lights. Yeah. That's your friend did that. Yeah. But what I would say is, I don't think you can cure, in, you know, commas, inverted commas, the psychological issues that cause hoarding no. in a two-day renovation show. No, but I would say that mm. if anyone wants to back a truck up to my apartment... Oh, yeah. Take all my Is that stuff. a euphemism? <laughs> no. <laughs> Could be, though. Take all my stuff to a hall, lay out on the floor and show me what lot of shit I've got. Yeah. I'd be up for that. You're up for it? Mm. I'm going to nominate you for if, the next one. If I didn't have to do any of the packing up myself. Do you know what, you? though? You're not a hoarder, so they wouldn't do well, you. I think you're fine. No. Every nook and cranny in our house a is taken care personal. of. personal... <laughs> Moving on. What else have you watched? Um, I went to see The Father, yes. which is an Anthony Hopkins movie. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman, indeed. Uh, uh, Rufus Sewell, mm. who is very handsome. I was in a there. lift with Rufus Sewell. Were you? Yes. Oh. At the, um, You're so excited. Uh, I need to see your face, listeners. Oh, my God. At the Chateau Marmont. Oh. Well, right, in mm. LA. I was in a lift, and he got in the lift with me, and I, I was doing the face I'm doing now. Yeah. And I was just like, ah. and he said, Hello. Oh. And I was like, hello, Rufus. Did you say hello, Rufus? I was like, hello, Rufus. Um, and then he said, what floor? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Don't I care. Like, I don't, I don't, I'll just stay with you. Uh, He's very handsome. Yeah, well, I've never really thought of him as handsome. Yeah, he'd be getting on a bit. Yeah, he'd be in his 50s. Yeah. Very, very good looking, like a Roman emperor. Oh, he's delicious. So, um, anyway, the movie is not all about him. And no. he doesn't take his clothes off or do anything oh. lovey or anything. But he's, okay. um, and he's quite nasty. Anthony Hopkins is a elderly man dealing with dementia. Um, and he lives with his daughter, who is Olivia Coleman. And then it's basically through his eyes. It's a play originally, and you can tell it's a play because it feels like it's all set in the one place, but the one place changes slightly and stuff, so it's inside his mind. So a lot of stuff is about what the reality is that he's seeing and and his grasp on what's going on. Really well done. It's so beautiful. Did you cry? I did cry, but I didn't cry as much as I thought I was going to. No, okay, because I would have... Thought you would be a blubbering wreck. Yeah, I did expect to be, mm. and I was in two minds about going, but then I just thought I really want to see it because everyone said he's amazing. And he's you probably amazing. can't go wrong with Anthony Hopkins and Liver Coleman. He's can so you? he's amazing. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's just a beautiful film. But yeah, if you're if you're feeling a little bit fragile, I mm. wouldn't recommend it. Well, otherwise I, I would. I have also been watched a film that is a play. Mm. Oh, Blythe Spirit. Is Blythe that, Spirit. Yes, no coward, darling. Sorry. Good sorry, Lord. Yeah. It's got Isla Fisher in it, which sort of <laughs> takes it down a notch. Isla Fisher is in it. So we did watch it because um, some people in my household love Isla Fisher. Do they? So much. Those cats are big fans. Yes. Just I had no idea. So much. Isn't oh, my funny? God. Yes. 
and completely like loves Isla Fisher. I'm talking about my husband. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, no. okay. Who else just, would it be? You I'm don't just, live with anyone. I'm else. just making that clear. It's not me. <laughs> right. Don't I don't mind that. Someone in my household <laughs> who's called Lisa. Right. Um, so, yes, they've done it, it. Look, it was on Amazon, I think. Who she's in it. It's actually a really amazing cast. She's in it. Leslie Mann mm. is in it. She plays the ghost mm. of the dead wife. Mm. Isla's the new wife. The husband is a playwright, and it's the man who was in um, Downton Abbey who got killed in the car. Only the first Duke, yeah. Dan. Anyway, him. Anyway, it's got this really, really great cast. The most stunning um, locations, amazing houses set in the 30s, Art Deco mm. up the wazoo, <laughs> uh, just brilliant hair, makeup, clothes, yeah. all of it is just so amazing. But it's not the best film of all time. No. It's a bit light on. Mm. But do you know what? If you've got an hour and a half... What else are you going to do? And you've got nothing to do and you're a bit lazy, mm. it's all right. <laughs> I suppose it's, at least it's all it is, right. It's, it's quite good fun. Thing. Oh, marvellous Judy Dench is in it. Oh, marvellous. Yes, she's marvellous. <laughs> marvellous playing herself. So her and Meryl now basically play just, just play themselves, don't they? I suppose. I yeah. mean, I guess to a certain degree, so does... Um, what's the woman... Who? The woman in the Fisher. No. Oh, Olivia Coleman. Yeah. She's getting to that point because she's, she's too marvellous. And she does a lot of kind of... Cause she does, I think because she's so natural, yes. it's hard to know where she stops and yes. the acting takes over. And so, therefore, you just yes. see this sort of blob. Um, speaking of um, the Downton Abbey... Yeah. I was very, very upset. Oh, yes. Very upset. Oh, right. Because you know how much I loved him. We're Who? talking about Roger Jean, yeah, from Bridgerton, Bridgerton which I did. I did watch it all in the end. Oh, Remember, yeah. I did said you it was like preposterous. it? It's preposterous. Um, it's stupid. No, I loved it. Yeah, I great. watched the whole thing it's and so absolutely great. loved it. Amazing. Yeah. So he. So um, the the internet went cray cray, mm. as the young people mm. said in 1996, <laughs> um, because he's not signed up for season two after no, all. No, but so he's not like, in the books, is he? So. And also, well, I don't know. Why would I read the silly book? I want to see mm. him in the flesh. <laughs> but um, but apparently he'd never signed on. Mm. But the world literally went crazy for like yeah, two it's days. Very with sad everybody day. Everybody just kind of tra- mourning. Tragic it's day. A tragic day in television. In lady television. <laughs> <laughs> um, is he I, off to do other things? Oh, I'm sure he is. Oh gosh, I um, hope so. He did say, and in, in an interview, is he going to take his was, clothes off in those other things yeah. and ravage ladies? He did on say stairs. That when they pitched him the role, they said it's just one season, and he thought, well, yeah, I get to come in, I get to. Um, contribute my bit as it were <laughs> that's what he said and then that's what he, he said exactly as it were part. um and he knew that it was a bodice ripper but obviously i guess he probably didn't know quite how big he was going to get so to speak as it were <laughs> and but they are saying that the um season two will focus on the brother who is also quite handsome yes so I guess yeah, which brother it's not the old it's not the old one is it it's the second brother not the the older brother no it's the older brother oh is it Jonathan oh, okay. Bailey, who's oh really okay handsome. So yeah. I can probably put up with that. But I don't know that I'll be bother watching it because the whole point was him, really. He me. was absolutely delicious. It's a little bit like, though, isn't it, Poldark? Did you ever watch Poldark? Yeah, yeah. And Aidan Turner got so sick of everyone just perving over yeah, him. You would get sick of it. Quite him. rightly. I mean, I find it really hard, <laughs> hard to deal with, too. People perving over yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Just take me seriously. Sorry. Think about Claire. my work. <laughs> 
Um, and I also read a book. What book oh, did what you did read? You, hang on, you're watching TV. Oh, yeah, so I did, um, talking of preposterous, mm. I finally watched The Morning Show, whatever oh, yeah. it's called, Morning Wars. Didn't you love it? It's the most stupid nonsense I've ever watched, and I Great. watched eight episodes in one night. Yeah, so right. it was absolutely yeah, brilliant. And just all that New York. New York and stupid TV apartments and, and TV and Jen. Yeah. And, um, talking to people who only ever play themselves, oh, Jack yeah. Davenport. Oh, yeah. Well, he can only play one character, can he? Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, right. You know, but he's, he speaks in the same monotone voice every time. Oh, so that's weird, because I, I hadn't seen him since this life or whatever he was in, really. Well, he's know. in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. But he was also in um, that show you loved, um, Women Who Kill. Oh, uh, was he in he's that? He's husband. Oh, yeah, so he was. Lucy Liu's yeah, husband. Was, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, so I did watch that. Yeah. And then the other thing I watched that isn't a year and a half old mm. is um, I'm really enjoying Fisk. Yeah. With Kitty Flanagan. Look, I like her very much. Yeah. I, I do like, and I like Julia. Zamira. Yeah, I like Zemira. her. And I like, um, I like it. Yeah. But it's the joke is running a bit thin for me is after it? about yeah. three episodes. I do snigger at quite a lot of every episode. Yeah. And I think it's just delightful to watch. It's you know it's a really dry, funny, it's very dry Australian show, and yeah. um, I didn't even recognise Deborah Lawrence. Oh yeah, I did. It I took me a while. A I was like, oh, I sent her a message going, "I'm loving you." Oh, and I sent her a message, my yeah, friend, my, my friend. friend. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm enjoying it. I think it's really, really. It's on ABC. You can do catch up. Um, yeah, it's really lots it's, of good guests. Fun. Yeah, lots cameos. of good, good people to spot. Yeah, and all very Melbourne. Kitty Flanagan is just hilarious. She is hilarious. She's just hilarious. Yeah, and also I love watching middle-aged women on television. Yes, like her I do. and Julia. I do. You know, just being mm. fabulous and not afraid to. Be ballsy ladies. Yeah. Good on I like them. a ballsy lady. Yeah. Have you read a book? I read the Seinfeld book, speaking of ballsy people. Yeah. It's called Is This Anything? And it's like a collection of his um, jokes yeah. from the 70s, 80s, 90s and the noughties. And it's um, it's funny, it's, you can see this, like nowadays, some of the jokes he would never have made. Mm. Um, political female jokes about women and men and relationships and stuff. He'd, like, he'd stopped doing those. That. Some of it is laugh out loud. You, everything you hear in his voice, of course. Yes. Um, and it's just, it's just great. It's really you can do. You, you could just have it on the coffee table and pick it up and read some. Yeah. I tried to read some to my husband. He kept on telling me to shut up. Mm. Um, uh, understandable, you know. And I, oh, this one's really good. And then you try and do Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good gift book. Yes. If you've got a Seinfeld fan in oh, your yes. house, I'd highly recommend. All right. It's called Is This Anything? Thank you, Claire. Next up, Lisa. Yeah. We're going to move on from yeah. that. And we're going to do a big question. Big question. And today's big question comes from you. It is. It does. <laughs> Claire. Yes, Lisa. Would you donate a kidney to me? Look, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if, it was, if you were going to die, yes, of course I would. No fucking way. No? I'm not doing it. <laughs> You could be kidding me. <laughs> I don't know whether you'd want my kidney, but... No, I'm not giving you my kidney. Oh. Do you want my kidney? I don't know. Oh, there's no way. I need I wouldn't my expect... kidney. <laughs> you need one, don't you? I know, but it's a big ask. It is a big ask. Anyway, the reason I'm doing this big ask mm. is because it was... just quite telling that I'd give you mine, <laughs> but you wouldn't give me yours. Anyway, moving along. There's a story, um, 
and it was on the Daily Mail. And we've talked about this man before, Robin Dunbar, because mm. he's done this before about how many um, friends Friend people need. need. But mm. he's got a new book out, Friends, Understanding the Power of Our Most Important Relationships. And he's talked before about that 150 is a magic number. Yes. That's how many friends you need in your life. Mm. But this, this I thought, was interesting. That must be heartbreaking for you. <laughs> I did love it. Have you been, are you still watching Maths? Yeah. Did you watch last night? Yeah. What about when um, what Mel, the one of the experts, said to Bryce and Melissa? I mean, the thing is, Melissa, you might be together, but you're not going to have any friends. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's true, isn't it? Why would anyone want to hang out with those two as a couple? No, they no. Anyway, I digress. You do. Um, Robin Dunbar says there's tiers of friends, right? You yeah. need 150 all up. Mm-hmm. So. Regular friends, 150 who you meet at weddings and school reunions. Yeah. Good friends, 50 who would be invited to your birthday party but not a dinner party. Mm. Supportive friends, 12 to 15, who would be distraught if you died. Yeah. I, hope, I would hope that the good friends would also be a bit upset. <laughs> yes. But, you know. I mean, everyone loves a bit of a Facebook mourn these days, don't yeah, they? True. Intimate friends, yeah. five Brackets, who would donate a kidney to you. I don't know that I have any friends that would donate a kidney to me. No, let's put it out there. If if, if you're you a friend of Claire <laughs> and you would donate a kidney to her, please come to the PDAs <laughs> and tell us. I reckon I, I reckon my husband would donate a kidney if I asked him. Yes, maybe my maybe and a sister. My, maybe my brother. Yeah. So that's two. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we'd, how we'd get past that. Now, listen, would I be invited to a dinner party? Um, to my dinner party, yeah. yes. Okay. And your birthday party, obviously. Yes. So I'm definitely a good friend. You, I think you'd be you'd be supportive and and or intimate. Ooh. <laughs> okay. What would I be? I would say. Well, this is going to tear us apart, and we're never going to speak again. No, you're definitely in between. Well, you're definitely on the intimate to support him. Yeah. Yeah, I would put you in there. It depends whether you count family in, in there, isn't it? This is like that maths thing where they have to <laughs> rank is. them in good looks. <laughs> you're going to tear us apart. I'm going to say you are... I think I'm supportive and I think you're supportive. You're obviously not going to give me a kidney. <laughs> so let's just, let's just cut that out. Okay. okay. All right, let's agree. <laughs> We're not going to swap kidneys. <laughs> No. On that note, let's move on. <laughs> Did you know um, that I used to be a vegan? <laughs> you weren't vegan. I was vegan you were for a And I was ve- we were vegan. How long were you vegan for? A couple of months, three months, something. Gosh. Then we went vegetarian. I right? don't remember you being vegan. Mm, were you really it. annoying? <laughs> I don't know. I've obviously I blacked it out. Yeah, my so memory. I was really annoying. Okay. But then, then we you went veggie. Yeah. Right? You were veggie then, for a while. Then COVID happened. Yeah. And slowly over time, um, because we couldn't really go out for dinner, I suppose, we got bored with cooking rego things all the time and we started to have a bit of chicken here and there. Oh, and then, yes. You know, the, the, that the, old chestnut. The slippery slope. That old chicken chestnut. But apparently that's a thing. Yeah. And that during lockdown, mm-hmm. lots of people's principles went out the window. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually a thing. This social psychologist guy called Roy... Roy 
Baumeister yeah. wrote a book called Losing Control, How and Why People Fail at Self-Regulation. It's not actually to do with this story, but he was the expert they spoke to. Yeah. And apparently that during wartime, people's moral standards went down. Yes, of course. <laughs> and so um, uncertainty... Be, everyone be shagging like yeah, rabbits and, and drinking and, of course. weakens your self-control. So yeah. that's what happened with the pandemic. Everyone yeah. just went... The moral muscle, which is what they call, they call self-control... Um, basically just went crazy. Well, yeah, he says that it's a, the moral muscle can both be strengthened over time, but it gets tired after use. So you actually, like, your willpower runs yes. out. Yes. You wear it out. Yes. And then so, it all hell breaks well, loose. It's, it's like all those people who said, I'm never going to buy anything from Amazon. Yeah. Or I'm never going to buy fast fashion anymore. Yes. Or I'm not going to start... Collecting or like coffee cups, or coffee. yeah, or like, having plastic. I hadn't, wrap hadn't used a coffee fruit. cup in years. Yeah. Now, willy nilly, yeah, because that's all you all yeah. you can do. And so you actually, I'm back to my keepy cup now, but but you couldn't because you weren't allowed to. You as weren't well. allowed. So a lot of those things yeah. were not your own doing. But like we don't. But if you're using up all your mental resources using a mask and keeping your distance, and you don't have the willpower to resist meat, yeah, or you know shopping online. Yeah. So apparently, Boohoo, that sort of very cheap brand yes. of fashion, their sales went up something like exponentially, like amazingly during lockdown because people just wanted to buy stuff. Like people yeah. were doing so much online. I shopping. totally get it. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the uh, when we when Sydney was in proper lockdown, I mean, gosh, we were all boozing our heads off, mm. weren't we? And yeah, just carrying on like pork chops, weren't we? Oh, yum, pork chops. Um, and then apparently um, some academics say that virtue is a matter of habit and that habits have undeniably been disrupted during Definitely. the Definitely. That makes perfect sense. I literally, if you gave me a cigarette right now, I would smoke the You're shit so out of it. I'm so obsessed with it. I think you should just have one. But then I'll be, be sick. Disgusting. Yeah, have one and be it's sick. It's like, it's that kind of therapy, whatever that Do you think? is called. Um, is that Pavlov's dog or aversion therapy? Yeah, aversion therapy. The thing is, what I really, really want, have I talked about about this, I'm closing my eyes. <laughs> you are, you're dreaming. dreaming. Is a, there's a brand of rolling tobacco called Golden Virginia? Yeah, it's what my dad used to smoke. Oh, and you can't get it here, it's very mm. hard to get here. Mm. But if someone's passed me a rolly now with a golden, if it, I just, just oh god. And I don't know why, because I was never a big smoker and I never particularly liked smoking. Well, I don't know, but I think it's fascinating. I'm very triggered. I'm very it's triggered. Very triggering, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Maybe I should just go and buy some Marlboro Lights after we've finished here and just smoke one. But I think, do you know what? I actually think I'll, that will set me off on some weird path. I'm scared, Claire. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I guess we just need to be aware of it now that right. we know that everyone's in the same boat. Yes, all right. Anyway, I thought it was a fascinating story. Fascinating, Claire, fascinating. And speaking of willpower, yes. though, we don't have any willpower when this is concerned. It's snack attack, snack attack, snack attack. Now, you bought some very strange things. Well, I saw them. It was funny because I was, How, I was yes. a bit bored with snack attack as yeah. a concept. I was like, oh, I just can't keep buying snacks. No. And then I saw them and, oh, my little heart was leapt. Yes. Vegtopia, Cole's own brand. Yeah. Vegtopia. Ready for this? Yeah. Creamy brie flavoured corn and pea chips. Now, there's a lot of words in that. There is. They're unusual. They are unusual, but we've eaten like the whole them. bag. We have eaten the whole bag. <laughs> Do you like them or not? Um, look, I don't know that I'd ever buy them How again. How much were they? A dollar something. They were cheap as chips. <laughs> uh, I didn't even mean to say I, that. Um, They're very weird. Like I think maybe mm. they came up with a concept and went, what do these taste like? Mm, maybe brie? That's yeah. what we're going to sell them as. Um, I don't know that there's any other flavours that you can get. They just were in the supermarket in 
one of those things near the near the um, checkouts. Yes. Maybe they made a lot of them and thought, we'll just see if people... Very drink. unusual, but I didn't mind them and I've eaten a whole packet with you. They're quite tasty. Quite Moorish. Yeah. yeah. Odd. Odd. That's it. Odd but Moorish. Mm. Like Story you, Claire. Our lives. <laughs> Let's do beauty spot, beauty spot. Beauty spot, beauty spot. Now, you tell me this isn't new. No. But I still really like it. But then I've only just watched Morning Wars, so (laughs) who am I to judge? New means nothing (laughs) in our world. So there's a perfume, and it's called Molecule One, Molecule O1, maybe just Molecule One. Um, It's created by a German perfumer. Perfumer? Perfumer. Geyser Schoen. Cost £72, which is approximately $150 for 100ml. And according to some people, you can't actually smell it when you're wearing it. Mm. So I ask you, Lisa, what is the point? Well, other people can smell it. Yes, but even that freaks me out. Yeah, it's molecular, so isn't it? People wear it, right? Mm. And all these celebrity fans like Rihanna and Beyonce have gone crazy for it. And you kind of go, well, maybe they've just gone crazy for it because they think they should. Yeah. I don't know. But apparently it has this amazing impact on people where you put it on, you can't smell it, everyone else can smell it but you, and says how amazing you smell. Yeah. Now It's probably like pheromones or something, <coughs> isn't it? I can't smell my own perfume. We've spoken about this before. Mm. It's the fight or flight thing, right? Your nose gets used to it. And if it knows it's not a danger, you stop being able to smell it. Mm. So it's as similar as my perfume, which costs like $69 in Kemi's Warehouse. So you tell me. Well, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go and, because I did look it up to see if you can buy it in Australia. Can and you, you can mm. at Mecca, I think. Go and try it. I'll go and try it and see if I get everyone sniffing me. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. So what are we doing? We're going to count our shoes. Yeah. And I'm going to try the perfume. Okay. So we'll do that as a follow-up. Follow-up. Next we'll week. Follow-up. Follow-ups. We'll do follow-ups. Um, but apparently um, they have some versions of it that have like patchouli and stuff in them. Yeah, I think so that's have... why this story's out because they've got right, a new version mandarin. with mandarin or something. Um, and so there must be something that you can smell. But the actual original one you couldn't actually smell at all. I don't know that I'd buy a perfume that I couldn't smell in case I didn't like the smell of it. No. Fair enough. <laughs> You're looking at me like, shut up. <laughs> um, okay, let's do a What Hurts Now. Although this week it's a What Doesn't, doesn't hurt, hurt Now. Well, Claire, <laughs> I went to Brisbane at the weekend for Easter mm. and stayed in my, um, well, it's my brother-in-law's place and his wife. I call her my sister-in-law, but I don't think that's technically right. But anyway, stayed in their place. Yeah. Lovely, lovely apartment. And the bed we slept in, right, was a tempur adjustable bed. Oh, my God. Life-changing. Life-changing. So two, two separate, separate sides. Two you separate sides. Up or down. Yes, so you've got your own buttons, mm, your own mattress. I'll bet you have yeah. your own buttons, yeah. right? So you, can, so you put your back up, literally, not your back out. <laughs> Back goes up. Yeah. Also, this one puts your. It comes up from the bottom, so to speak, <laughs> so that you you end up if you want to in a oh. in a sort of S shape, right? Which is apparently zero G. Oh. And so it, it means that your your sort of spine is stretched at exactly the perfect <gasps> place. So it's a bit like being back in the womb. Probably. Mm. Oh my god! It's also got a massager in it, so oh. you, it vibrates. Oh. Oh. Is it round? <laughs> is, it the... is it heart shaped and has a mirror on the ceiling? Does it? No. <laughs> is it a waterbed? No. <laughs> oh my god, I can't tell you. 
Oh, well, that's what you're going to have to get then, isn't it? They're, I, they're not cheap, I don't think, no. so I have been Googling them frantically. Mm. Also, it's quite big with the two mattresses. You need quite a bigger place to put it. Mm. Um, but, uh, fuck, sorry for the swearing, but fucking hell. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. You know when you wake up and you ache, when you wake up and you like have to get your, like, struggle to get out of well, bed? Well, that's what the stretching from last week's supposed to do. Well, this is what that does for oh, you. Oh, my God. You're already stretched. Oh, I want something that stretches me. Out and also that whole thing about, you know, when you're watching telly, that's where I watched Morning Wars, actually. Right. It was from my ergonomic <laughs> bed, watching Morning Wars. Um, because you're upright, watching the telly. It's just uh, everything. It's heaven. It's heaven. Yeah. If you've got a bad would, back, you know a bad neck. You know they say laziness doesn't exist. I reckon <laughs> I would prove that part wrong. Oh, my God. If I had a you bed like that. You would literally never leave. <laughs> You'd never leave your bed. So, I, oh, yeah. I mean, look, not an ad, but honestly... If I had the space mm. and the inclination, mm. I'd be going for that. Well, I think you should. I think yeah. you should just buy yourself one. Yeah, buy you one. Buy me one. Yeah. And then buy yourself one. All right. Um, and didn't you have something else about a massage that you had? Well, I had... hurt. You really hurt, yeah. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> I went for a massage. Usual thing. Just hurt so much and I booked a hot stone massage and I thought it was just going to be a nice nice fun mm. time mm. and no they can hurt you can't they they can Claire well I think that's because you need it that's the thing well she needed me right. with her knuckles right. oh, look um, here's something that will cheer you up mm. You know when you're in Zoom meetings and mm. it's just endless boringness. Mm. And I, to be honest, I, I say this. I don't know, I Claire, a... because I mean, obviously, I you know very de- dedicated to my work. Yeah, I would never find them. a Zoom no. meeting boring. But I mean, even I and I don't do very many meetings, um, but even I find them quite hellish. Mm. But there's this thing now, and it's called <laughs> the Zoom Escaper, and yes. it's an app you can buy. Yeah, and it has all these amazing noises and things, so that people will want you to get off. The what kind of meeting. noises? Well, it has toilet noises. No, like you're weird. Yeah, that's terrible. But it also has the noises of a bad connection. Do you know? Can I just talk on that? I can't stand it when you. So many TV shows now, for some reason, have to have a man weeing. Well, there's a lot of weeing going on on television. Isn't there? Yeah. And the noise of it makes yeah. me want to. Stab myself. I don't really. I don't want to listen to people wing or see them wing or see them wing. I'm not interested. And also Claire. because you know what I think I was thinking. Yeah. How are they doing that to make it come out in a stream like that? Yeah, and it's it so just takes gross. you out of the out of the show. Yeah. Anyway, All right. So that would put me do, off. You can. It's so it's um, been. Um, Designed so that you can make some annoying noises and therefore people will just go, oh. Yeah. So there's a bad connection scene. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then what about be... like um, baby crying or something? Probably there would be a baby crying. Yeah. What would what would put you off? What can't you stand? A man crying in the background of your call. That <laughs> what would about be great, people chomping? Um, that would be good. Maybe dog barking a lot. Yeah. So it would just be really irritating. Or drill. And then maybe then you can turn your sound off, followed by your video, and just yeah. exit stage right even. Yeah, I like um, it. I think, I'd, I mean, it's obviously got a small shelf life, an app like that. Yes. Just for right now. Yeah. Probably should have been invented 12 months ago. Yeah, a bit, behind, you know, the, bit behind the eight ball bit there. Behind the eight ball. Like us. Yeah, maybe they need to go and watch the morning show. <laughs> maybe they do. Get with the program, people. <laughs> and buy some perfume that's been out for years. Um, and on that note, we'll catch you up to date with probably about one thing. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week for more um, news breaking. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. And bombshells. And come to the PDA, which is our Facebook group, and tell us if you've given me a kidney. 
and other things if you like. Yeah. Not if you give me other things, but you can talk about other things apart from Jimmy. Right. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.